When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Stop helping others launch their dream. Go build something that you can own. Be the daggone best employee from eight to five, from nine to five, however long you want to work it. I want you to go there and I want you to be the best. Blow their, blow their minds away of how you're executing. But when you come home, it's, hey, listen, I got to work for me. Twenty twenty four has hit as well, man, and I'm really excited about today. Today, I really want to go through ten things, ten things that I believe needs to change in the year twenty twenty four. We're going to really establish and build wealth. And while I was sitting back and just really praying about today's topic of what I really want to teach on, a scripture came to mind, and it came over to Proverbs twenty one verse five. Again, this is Proverbs twenty one uh, verse five, and it says that a fortune is made. I'm sorry, Ashley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Proverbs 21, verse 5. The plans of the diligent lead to profit, as surely as haste leads to poverty. I'm going to say this one more time. The plans of the diligent, the plans. You know, my father always taught me that proper prior planning prevents poor performances. So it is always, it is the plans. When you can sit down and say, you know what, this is the plan for 2024. These are the things that I'm going to do differently in 2024. When we can literally have the plans written out on paper, that's when we will see uh, some game-changing money moves, wealth moves, financial freedom moves because we've laid down the plan and we're going to stick to the plan. So today I want to give you 10 things, 10 things. I want you to be dialed in today, E3 family, because if you can really get these things, and these are not just things that I'm talking about, right? For you all, these are things that I'm even really focusing on myself. So listen, before we get into these 10 things, do me a quick favor, hit that subscribe button, go on ahead and join the family because listen, we're dropping this content every Monday every Wednesday, every Thursday. We're giving you amazing stuff every single day of the week so you can transform your lives. I'm not doing it. My team is not doing it. We're not the ones transforming your lives. You're consuming this content. You're getting in a community that is gathered with people who want to expand and increase in the areas of their abundance, wellness, and freedom. That's all we're focusing at here within our community, within our family. So listen, Join the community. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Share this video with your lover, with your friend, with your family members, so we can con so we can continue to impact the world. I want to start off today's um, um, conversation uh, with the affirmation for today. 
And today's affirmation is, I will embrace the power of diligent planning and steadfast action. Each day, I move closer to financial freedom and prosperity through thoughtful decisions and dis disciplined efforts. I want to say that one more time. Each day, I move closer to financial freedom and prosperity through thoughtful decisions and disciplined efforts. I trust in the process, knowing that my patience and diligence are the foundations of my success and my wealth building. And my wealth building. If you believe that, put a comment in the chat, put a comment in the comment section saying, I believe it. Here's number one. Here are 10 things, 10, 10 things that you need to really be doing differently uh, with your money in 2024. I'm calling these uh, 10 things that will do a huge change. Um, I, I, I put like this. These are 10 game changing money moves in 2024 that we got to have that, that we just got to have. And here's the very first one. And this one sparked to me because um, I was um, on a show and they were talking about how, you know, their husband and wife and how they have their own money transactions, their own bank accounts, their own thing. If the bills are $5,000 a month, she'll put in 2,500 into this account and he'll put on $2,500 into that account. But outside of that, they do what they, they do what they really want to do. If she wants to go buy a car, as long as she can afford it with the left, leftover her money, she's going to go buy a car. If he wants to go out there and do this, as long as he has leftover with his money, he's going to do this. When I have a, when I meet with single people, they don't really have a clear, solid vision of what they're going to do with their money. They're not really on the same page. So number one, I want to start off with this. In the year 2024, if you are married, um, if you are dating and you are in a single, not a single, but you're in a serious relationship, I mean, even if you're single, I want you to unite your financial vision. That's number one. I want you to unite your financial vision, a.k.a. get on the same page with whomever you're with, period, period. H how can we go towards eliminating debt if we're not on the same page? You know, a couple of weeks ago on Build Your Table with Anthony O'Neill that we do every Wednesday at um, at approximately, I would say, 12 o'clock noon every single Wednesday of the week, uh, there was this young lady that came on. She said, man, I can't get on the same page with my husband because my husband doesn't want to pay off the debt. Every time I bring up this conversation, it's it's a headache. It's it's frustrating. It's 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 we get into an argument. And I said, well, listen, um, it's not that important to ruin your to ruin your 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 marriage over this. But there is a way, and there has to be a way. As a non-married person, I don't know what that conversation should be like. But you have to find a way to where both of you all can get on the same page with your finances. There's something about um, uh, when two gather together. There's something about when when people are on the same page, when we're aligned. I can lift more if I have help. I can go longer if I have help. I can accomplish more if I if I have help and if you and I are on the same page. And so I don't know what it feels like, what it looks like to be inside of a marriage and to really start that conversation. But one of my suggestions to her, and you all can go check it out on uh, the re the replay of it, was this a man one day let's figure out let's figure out how to take him to dinner Let, let's let's go to dinner and when we go to dinner i want you to just sit back and ask him a bunch of questions ask him a bus but hey babe do you think we're like what's your thoughts 
on our future financially. Do you think that by the time we hit uh, 65, 70 years old, I can retire? You can retire? Ask a bunch of questions. How can you be uh, married and on the same page financially and you all desire, watch this, to get your kids to go to college debt-free? You all desire to, 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 how do I say this? To, to, to send your kids to college debt-free. This is good. To not only just send your college debt-free, but how about give them a home? But, but if you're over here buying Louis Gucci, he over here buying this, y'all's vision is not going the same place. All funds, if you're married, should be into the same bank account. And then from there, you all sit down and you have a budget. And then from there, you say, hey, babe, you know what? You got $1,000 this month, go do whatever you want to do. Or you got $200 this month, go do whatever you want to do with that. But you cannot have one vision with two separate directions. You can't do it. You can't do it. And so I think there is a, there's an important conversation that needs to happen on what's the strategy for our family? Where are we going? What are we doing? How are we getting there? And it needs to be honest communication from the very beginning. One of the things that I've learned from my good friend, Pastor Edward Weston, about 10 years ago, he taught me, he said this thing. He said, you know, the breeding ground for understanding in the end is communication in the very beginning. The reason why there's so much confusion in the end, the reason why we're on this journey together and we're confused about what we're doing is simply because we never had a clear conversation up front. We, we never sat down and say, you know what, what are we doing? Where are we going? Are we on the same page? And, so, and for some of you, some of you, you are dating right now. And if you're dating before, please listen to me, before you get on, um, um, before you get in a committed relationship, make sure that you are aligned when it comes to money. And I know some of y'all saying, Anthony, I, I don't, I don't know. Let me see if I can find this on my website. Anthony, I don't, how do I have that conversation with him? I, man, Anthony, I don't want to bring up money because if I bring up money. He going to think I'm a gold digger. Well, here's, here's the thing. There is a way, uh, there is a way to where you can bring up the finances, right? There, there is a way to where you can bring up the questions and you can ask these questions in a way that doesn't come off and make you feel like you're a gold digger or brothers make it feel like, you know, you're asking her questions and, and kind of like trying to see where her head is uncomfortably. No, but we came up with the tool called the um, guide to asking the hard questions while dating. These are how do you ask the hard money questions while dating to make sure that you two are aligned with your finances in the year 2024. We don't have the time. Our, our futures, depending on whomever we're doing life with, we have to be on the same page when it comes to our spiritual walk, when it comes to our financial journey, and when it comes to how we raise kids. I believe those are the three most important things that a couple needs to have. And I've sat down with too many couples, too many couples, and they're not on the same page financially. Heck, they're not even on the same page sometimes with how they're going to raise kids. But I can't speak to that. I'm not married, man. I don't have any kids. But when it comes to finances in the year of 2024, you got to get on the same page.
And so what I'm going to do, I'm going to drop this guide in today's show notes. It's the guide to asking the hard questions. It's 100% free. It's like 25 pages long. And all you got to do is sit there and read it. And then the next time you go out with your husband, with your wife, with your girlfriend, boyfriend, your lover, your significant other, whomever that is, you need to read this beforehand and you need to study this PDF, study, study this little mini ebook. And then when you go out in the day, ask them these questions, ask them these questions. See, it's simple. But in 2024, number one, and the reason why I want to start off with this is because a lot of us are, are connected with individuals. A lot of us are connected to people. And if we're not aligned, we're not going to go far. Because what's going to happen is when I try to go far, this person can bring me back. Or when, if this person is trying to go this way and I'm not trying to go that way, I could bring this person back. And in 2024, if we're going to get right. We got to make sure that we are aligned with the right people. If you're married, you got to make sure that you that you're, you're you are united with the vision of your finances. If you're dating someone, you got to make sure that you are, are aligned so that one day you can be united with the same vision, with the same forward movement. If if whomever you are, number one, we got to do that because I've seen relationships make each other broke. Period. Here's number two. Here's number two. We're moving quick on it today. Well, we're talking about alignment. And don't forget the scripture. The scripture said that the plans of the diligent lead to profit. And one of the plans, one of the plans when it comes to when it comes to this year, 2024, what I really, really want to see you all do is not just get United Front financial goals. And I led with that one because everything else is depending on you can't do none of this other stuff if you're married and not united. You, you can't do it. You can't do it. But number two is, is you got to start paying off, you know, your debt. You're like, like, listen to me, you guys. Clearly, I, I, I'm going to mention this in at least 50, 60 percent of my shows. Debt. I woke up the other day. And I got emotional. Because the opportunity came to where. I could go to Dubai for a mastermind for, you know, a group of people who were um, making already over seven figures in my particular space. And we were like, yo, we want to all come together and learn. And was like, hey, if you all if you all can just get to Dubai. Right. Then you can stay with us and we're just gonna, it's two days. We're going to just lock ourselves into a house and we're just going to learn. We're just going to dive in and just teach each other. What are we doing? What's working? What's not working? I got this invitation maybe about two weeks before the opportunity. And I was like, wow, I woke up the other day that I was able to make a financial move that I could buy me a business class ticket so I can lay down in the bed because it was a 14, 15 hour flight that I can get me. I got me a nice hotel room in Dubai, went in there a day early, was able to spend time with, with friends. But if I was drowning in debt, I couldn't make that kind of move. I wouldn't have the freedom and less the margin to be like, okay, cool. I'm going to spend five grand on a business ticket. I'm going to spend about a thousand dollars on a hotel room. And I'm going to go learn with other friends who are doing things better than me in different areas of this entrepreneurship world so I can learn. So I had the breathing room of $6,000 that I didn't have to put towards a credit card bill, that I didn't have to put towards back IRS tax bills, that I didn't have to put towards, you know, 
student loans or private loans. No, I had the margin sitting there and it allowed me freedom. Watch this to go and learn things so I can come back and make my company better, make me better as a person and I can make more money. You see, debt robs you of your financial future. It robs you of the opportunities that can progress you moving forward. I really want you to sit back and think about if you didn't have debt, ooh, close your eyes, listen to me. If you did not have debt, what would your life be like today? Yeah, I'm sitting right there. Well, what would your life be like today? If you didn't have to pay Bank of America back. If you didn't have to pay Wells Fargo back. If, if you didn't have to pay uh, your car note. If, if you didn't have to pay back these private loans and these student loans. If you're making $5,000 a month and you only got to spend, well, let's say $2,000 a month. What would your life look like if, if, if you had an extra $3,000 net in your pocket? What could you do? What kind of investments could you make? Bump investments, because I'm always talking about investments. What kind of vacation would you go on? What would you do in your house to make your house look more homey and more uh, the way you want it to be? A lot of you all do not have name brand items. What, what name brand item would you go purchase today? What purse have you been dreaming about getting that you would go get? What car that you could save up for now because you had this $3,000 extra margin a month and, and, and in a matter of what, what's that, uh, six, uh, you got 12, 24, so in about five, six months, what car could you go buy and pay for cash? What dream vacation could you take your kids to, to expose them to different things that they have not been exposed to, that you have not even been exposed to? What kind of wedding ring would you propose to her with? What kind of wedding would you have if you didn't have debt? And the world has consumed us and made us feel like debt is normal and it is a part of the earth. But a lot of you all have become the elephant. A lot of you have allowed the world to program your brains and be like, yo, debt is normal when debt was not normal. What do you mean, Anthony? We, we, we become the elephant. Well, I told you this story uh, about how, you know, um, elephant trainers, what they would do as soon as the elephant would come out of the mom's stomach and they would put the chain around the elephant because the, the, the elephant is small enough. And they would just train him to the tree and keep him in a certain area because he was small enough to be controlled. And so as he grew, they put on bigger chains and then eventually they don't, they didn't really have any chains back then, but they realized for, they didn't have chains back then for a big elephant, but they realized if we could get in his head before he realized his strength, before the elephant realizes his strength, 
Let's get in his head and make him feel like, no, you're in chains. No, you are only bound to this area. No, you can break through that thing, but you're not going to break through that thing because we're going to break your mind first. And the world has put chains on you and told you a good credit score. You got to have an 800. You got to have this. And now you think we cannot maneuver in the world without a credit score because the world has programmed our brains to believe it. When the truth of the fact is we need money, we need financial resources, we need good stewardship. And if you're really ready to experience that financial freedom, I can't go through all the steps today. I can't, I can't help you uh, do that today, but I did write a tool and, and, and I have a tool called a debt-free guide. It's a 40 page book, but a lot of you all need to really sit down and get the strategy first. And I have a calculator on my website called the Debt-Free Calculator. And we're going to put that in today's show notes, anthonyoneal.com forward slash debt calculator. I want you to go there. I want you to spend some time on there. And I want you to look at all your debt. I want you to pull your credit report today. I want you to go to um, get, get all three of your credit reports, open up your bank statements. I want you to go to this debt calculator. And I want you to be honest with yourself. I want you to put all of your debt inside of this calculator. All of it. And that debt calculator is going to show you, hey, listen, with your income, with what you're thinking about paying on a monthly, it's going to take you 60 months. It's going to take you 24 months. It's going to take you a year, whatever that is. And I want you to really sit back with your spouse, get on the same page and show them, hey, here's our numbers. And if we keep this up, we're never getting out of debt. But if we can get aggressive and read this ebook that Anthony wrote and even go get the total money makeover by Dave Ramsey and just really get on a solid plan on getting out of debt. Man, we could be out of debt in maybe 16 months. Man, man, maybe we can get out of debt within a matter of, of two years. You can play around with the numbers and it will tell you exactly how long it would take you to get out of debt. And so we're going to drop this in today's show notes so you can get it, but do not allow your debt to rob you from raising your kids the way you want to raise your kids. Don't allow your debt to stop you from experiencing the dreams and, and uh, that you desire. Don't allow your debt to stop you from starting that business that you really want to start. Don't allow your debt to stop you from giving generously throughout the world. Do not allow your debt to do that. Which leads me to number three, because if we're going to get out of debt correctly, we got a budget. We got a budget. And, 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 and for 2024, I need you all to master your budget. You know, what's so funny is my, my pastor always every year says, Hey, give me four Sundays straight. And I promise you, you won't be the same person. He says, just come to church four Sundays straight and you will not be the same person you were a month ago. And I want to ask you all this today. Give me three months straight of budgeting, three months straight of budgeting. I'm talking about literally you are listing out every single thing that you are spending your money on. I follow the zero base uh, budget format, which you're going to list all of your money that you have incoming. So all of your, your paychecks, child support, alimony, a uh, side business, um, anything, anything you have coming in that's at the very top. You minus all of your expenses, uh, cell phone expenses, any debt, anything that you're spending your money on, savings, tithing, you name it. That's an expense on paper. And by the end of it, it should be zero. One of the best budgeting tools when it comes to budgeting is every dollar, right? 
because it's going to really give you that zero based budget. It's a free app. We'll link that in today's show notes because I really want you to get that because I really want you to give me three months. But then also I have a tool called the Wealth Builder. So you complement this with the every dollar app when it comes to budgeting, but this tool is going to help you see exactly, okay, you're spending this much money on groceries. You're spending this much money on investments. It's helping you track your wealth building process and journey. It's letting you know this whole tool that I built, it's like $10. It's $10. You guys, I'm saying one more time. It's $10. The, the every dollar app is free. My wealth builder tool is $10. And it's going to show you like, yo, if you can invest more over here and if you can take it from over here and you're spending, take it over here and you're eating out, you can be wealthy and you can be wealthy by X amount of time. So you've really got to master your budget. You really got to master your budget because if you're not mastering your budget, you're not maximizing your wealth building opportunities because you're not telling your money what to do. Your money is telling you what it's doing. And last time I checked, when I was a kid, I couldn't tell my mama and my daddy what I was doing with my life. And your money is yours. You need to tell it what's it going to do. I don't know about y'all, but it bothers me when I used to get paid on Fridays and I will go back to my bank account on Monday, the following Monday, and I'll look at my bank account and be like, yo, where the heck is my money? I just made $5,000. Why do I only have $400 in my freaking bank account? Let me tell you why. Because you didn't tell the money what it needed to do. You didn't. You didn't. So you gotta start mastering your budget. When I say master, some of y'all just been 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 sleeping a little bit. Just oh, okay, here's a but no 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 no. I need you to know. Um, um, and when I say master, watch this. Before you even check your bank account, you should check your budget, and your budget to tell you how much money you have in your checking account. I never go to you know my every dollar app first. I never do that. I always go, uh, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I never go to my bank account first. I go to my every dollar app first. And my every dollar app will tell me I have X amount of dollars. And when I go to my checking account, I'm either right at that number or it's going to be a little bit higher because this tells me currently how much money I have. The, ch uh, the bank account is going to tell me, hey, you have some pending, but those accounts haven't come out yet. Cause see, that's, ooh, ooh, let me, let me teach here. Let me teach right here. That's what got me in trouble is that I will call into the bank. You have available $250. Oh, cool. Great. When really I didn't have $250 available because I just swiped my card for $200, but because it's a pending transaction and it hasn't posted to my account, it doesn't tell you, it didn't tell me in the past how much is actually about to come out. It just told me how much you have available to spend. That's how my bank account became overdraft and I was paying so many freaking overdraft freeze because I wasn't really budgeting. So now I know, for an example, prime example, I spent some money. I spent 5,000. My bank account was 10,000. When I, my budget tells me you only have $5,000 available. Even though your bank account may tell you 10,000, you only have 5,000. So you got to go by this number, not that number, because if I go by that number, I'm screwed. And how many of us have honestly say, you know what? Dang, dang. So many bank accounts, man, you know, our partner with several of them, you know, um, Chime has one of the best checking accounts out there in the world. And then SoFi has one of the best uh, savings account. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that here in a little bit. Um, but you know, I, I love Chime, uh, but I, 
one of their selling points in their checking account is you can get paid two days early, which is dope. But then also there's no overdraft fee. I think that's crazy. I'm not promoting overdrafts. I don't give a crap if you don't offer overdraft fee. I, I don't even want y'all to get comfortable overdrafting your account because that's not good stewardship, period. I don't care if you overdrafted by a hundred bucks, a thousand dollars and there's no fee. Now you're in debt to chime. Now the next time you get paid and you get paid 5,000 and you're negative a thousand, now you got $4,000 on your account because we just, we, we weren't stewarding our money well. But if we were budgeting our money, if we mastered our budget, if we knew exactly what to put on our budget and how to live by the budget, you'll be good. Listen, I've mastered this thing. Here's number four. Here's number four. And this one is, here's a real one. In 2024, you, got, you really have to get the proper insurance. Just the other day, I was calling around, you know, I have two vehicles and for me to cover, just to be transparent with you all, for me to cover both of my vehicles, which are paid for 100% cash. Uh, so I have the, I have the, the pink slips, whatever they call it, the titles to the car. And when I called in uh, right now, I'm paying right at about $730 for, for two vehicles. Right. Um, and partially one of that is, is because of my accident that I had a couple of years ago in the snow. And I think if I didn't have the accident, I think it would go down to about maybe 400, 500 bucks for two cars. And so here recently, uh, in, in January, um, I went out there and just started shopping to see, you know, what um, insurances can give me better. And honestly, I couldn't find nothing. I couldn't find nothing to uh, beat my current rate that I have with State Farm for two vehicles and my homeowner's insurance. So I stayed with State Farm. But why am I saying this? It's because I went, I went searching. I went searching for the right insurance. I went searching for, you know, the proper insurance to make sure that I am not overspending. And I think oftentimes we get so comfortable and our insurance companies know this, that we do not spend enough time to go and to properly see, am I overspending? Where can I save some money at? I know next year, 2025, um, that that car accident will fall off. And so I do know for a fact, State Farm will either, either have to come down or I'm, I'm going to find another company to cover me what's going on fam it's your boy ao and i gotta talk to you about something near and dear to my heart and that's representation you see growing up seeing black voices in media was like finding gold in a mine it showed me what was possible people like oprah steve harvey and even malcolm x they paved the way for folks like me to step into the spotlight and now there's a new wave of black voices making extreme waves, and they're doing it on NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths. This collection is a celebration of blackness like none other. Each episode is like a journey through our shared experiences. Joy, resilience, empowerment, it's all there. From Bobby to Michelle Obama, they're covering it all. And let me tell you, Listening to these episodes, it's like sitting down with your fam and having a real talk about what it means to be black today. NPR is not holding back with this show. They're bringing you stories that matter, uh, stories that reflect the full spectrum of black life. It's like they say, stories should never be about us without us. So do yourself a favor and tune in to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR. It's not just a podcast. I'm going to be real with you. It's a movement. Listen now 
wherever you get your podcasts. And let's keep celebrating our stories and our truths. All right, let's get back to my show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But we're talking about car insurance. This year, what I really want you all to do right now, within the next, by the end of March, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go and look at all of your insurance policies and make sure you have the best quote. The best quote on every single thing. Hear me clearly. Everything. I'm talking about car insurance, health insurance, eye insurance. Um, if you have health insurance and you're doing a PPO on your job, I want you to go talk to your HR rep and learn more about your high deductible plans. Because why are you paying 300, uh, two, 300, sometimes at $400 per check for PPO when you're only going to the hospital maybe once or twice a year? You can get a high deductible plan paying maybe $100 a paycheck. Um, shoot, for mine, um, my personal one for my team and I, I think I'm paying like 85, 95, 100. Yeah, right at about $100 every paycheck. $200 a month. My deductible is at $5,000. I put that $5,000 in the high yield savings account. I'm straight. So this means that if I go to the hospital and say my bill is $10,000, it simply means I got to pay the first $5,000 and then the insurance company will kick in and help me pay the other $5,000. You know what else I love about the high deductible plans? A high deductible plans qualify for um, a, a, a health savings account, an HSA, to where in that I can put money to that account and I can go buy medicine. I can go buy um, anything around the medical field with tax-free money. And let's just say I don't want to, you know, have uh, use all that money for medical stuff. I can invest some of that, so it's growing tax-free as well. You got to make sure you have the proper coverage. And when I say you have the proper coverage, I need you to have the proper life insurance coverage. Hear me clearly. You all do not have a clear understanding. Let me say this again, because I, I think a lot of you do. But a lot of you all watching me right now, you do not have a life insurance policy in place. You don't. I remember when my uncle passed few years ago, it hit the family hard. He didn't have a life insurance policy in place. Within a matter of three months after him passing, his wife had to give up the house. Within a matter of three months, not just give up the house, but she had to voluntarily repo her car. Within the next five months, she was moving back in with her daughter at the age of 50, 
50 some years old. When she moved back in with her daughter, that put a financial responsibility and put a financial strain on her daughter. Technically their daughter. I don't believe that you love your loved ones enough if you're not thinking about them when you're alive. I don't care if you're 22, no kids, 70, five grown kids. You need to have the proper term life insurance put in place. And one thing I love about term life insurance, depending on who you go with, we partner with Ethos here at the Neatness Network, and they have been my insurance uh, provider for like the last three years. Super affordable. Su I mean, super, super, super affordable. But one of the things that I love about Ethos and, and term life insurance is I can get way more coverage with with a very small investment monthly. But if something was to happen to me, my family would be taken care of. And those of you all watching right now, you can go out there and spend all this money on the nice stuff, on the, you know, on a very high-end dinner. Some of y'all spent $200, $300 just on Valentine's. But you can't spend 50, 60, 50, 60 bucks to make sure you have a million dollar term life policy. So that way, if something happens with you or your kids, you can, you can say, I love you. As a matter of fact, check out this quick commercial about Ethos. Recently, I've completed my full estate plan. And it's been an emotional journey, if I'm going to be honest with you. But now I have a peace of mind knowing that my family and loved ones are well taken care of. But here's something you may not know that I think you need to know. According to a recent study, nearly 60% of African-American adults have life insurance. Now, wait a minute. Many of these policies may not provide sufficient coverage to fully protect their families in case of unexpected deaths. This lack of adequate coverage is a pressing issue among the Black community. It can lead to financial difficulties and potentially hinder the building of generational wealth. In today's time, it's more important than ever for African-Americans to give priority to life insurance and estate planning. You see, by doing so, you can ensure that your loved ones are secure in the event of your passing. This covers funeral and burial costs, clears all debts and mortgages, and provides a financial cushion to help them continue building wealth, long-lasting wealth. Don't leave your family's financial future to chance. I want you to secure life insurance today. I want you to get a free life insurance quote through my friends at Ethos. All you got to do is go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash life insurance. Again, that is anthonyoneal.com forward slash life insurance for your free quote or click the link in today's show notes. Protect your family's future and attain a peace of mind at right now. And let's get back to today's show. So listen, even if you do not do Ethos, you need to get life insurance. Ethos to me is by far the best company out there. Super affordable. It won't even take you 10 minutes to get the to get a quote. And you could be insured today. And not even just insured. Here's what I really love about Ethos, because we're talking about you really got to get the proper insurance for your family. Is if you go through Ethos and you get a life insurance policy with them, they're going to throw in a full estate plan for you. And I think, let me see if I'm talking about that. Um, yeah, I'm not talking about that on today's notes, which is something important. 
is you got to have an estate plan. And the estate plan for me ran me about 2,500 bucks with an ethos. So you're going to get everything with them. You're going to get your, your life insurance and they're going to sit you down with an attorney and put together an estate plan. And inside the estate plan, you got a will, you got a, a trust, um, you have power of attorney, you have your medical records to where something was happened to you, your mom, your dad, your loved ones, your lovers, or anyone who you assign can make your health decisions. You do not want to let the doctor, watch this again, you do not want to let the doctor make a decision for you. You need a loved one. So listen, go to anthonyoneal.com uh, to get your information about ethos. We'll put their information in today's show notes. Let's keep on going. Here's number five. You got to maximize your emergency fund. This is simple. Why are you letting your money sit inside of a regular checking account of Bank of America or whoever you bank with and you're only getting 0.01%? Why? 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 No, 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 no. Listen, I want you to put one month savings inside of emergency fund. Um, um, you all, um, um, I, I use, and I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna call it that. I used to say $1,000, right? Um, but as I've evolved with today's day and time, um, and I don't think I would ever change this again. If you're in debt, I want you to put a, a, a month, one month inside of your savings account. Watch this one month when it comes to your your expenses. So whatever it takes you uh, to live really, really. No, I'm sorry. Not your expenses. One month of your salary. So say, for an example, you make you make five thousand dollars a month, for an example, this year, while you're paying off your debt and you're working a debt snowball. I want you to put one month inside your savings. I want you to go on ahead as a, as a matter of fact, I'm going to shock some of you. Um, I want you to go on ahead and make your minimum payments. But if you're making $3,000, $4,000 a month, put one month inside of your savings. I really want you to do that. Here's why. Because in today's day and time, let's say life hits you. I need you to have 30 days of cushion. I don't need you to have six months, five months, a whole year. No, no, no. I want you to be a little, a little uncomfortable, but I, I also want you to know like, yo, you got 30 days to come up with a game plan on how you can make some more money. And that's super important. And what you're going to do is you're going to park this inside of a high yielded savings account. Get your money out of a freaking regular savings account. So I'm going to put one of the best savings account, literally, for this year, and it's SoFi. You can go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash SoFi. They're giving you a 4.5% interest rate. 4.5%. All you got to do is just open it up uh, with the with a deposit of, of over $20, right? And then, boom, you're getting 4.5%. Let's do the math. 0.01% compared to 4.5%. Let's say you got $1,000 in there. You're going to probably be making about $0.30. Cents. $1,000 inside of a high-yielded savings account, $30. Oh, my God, Anthony, $30 is not a lot of money. Um, it's not a lot of money, but why not get $30? <laughs> I'd rather have $0.30. Cents. I mean, I'd rather have $30 and $0.30 cents if it's just sitting there. I got six figures sitting in my emergency savings account. I don't touch it. I don't touch it. Every month, I'm getting $500. I ain't doing nothing but letting money just sit there. But if I left it inside of my bank's checking account, I think every month I may make $5 with six figures. What's that? Hold on. So this means 500 times 12. I made $6,000 with my money just sitting there in one year. Last year. 
6,000. And it's actually going to go up because I don't touch the money that, that goes into it. I just let it compound. So I probably end up this year with about $7,000 because the money's just compounding and compounding and compounding. It's not an investment strategy, but it's like, well, heck, why not allow my savings account, my emergency savings account to grow more money if I'm just going to let it sit there? It's bad stewardship if you have your money sitting in an account and it's getting 0.001% when you could be getting 45 to 4.8%. So I'm going to put uh, SoFi's information in today's show notes. Go to anthonyneal.com forward slash SoFi to open up this savings account. But I promise you this much, you want to maximize your emergency fund. Put at least one month of your average income inside of your account. This is going to be your take-home pay, not your gross. So if you gross 5000 but you only bring home 3000 put $3,000 inside your savings account. You know why? Because this allows you to live your life normally for one month. You can keep your kid in the daycare. You can get a haircut because the last thing I want you to do is lose your job, lose some, lose your income, and, and you cannot at least operate for one month like normal. We need 30 days. Because if you're a strong man or woman of God, if you're a man or woman operating off of a vision, you only need 30 days to really bounce back. You'll take one week to figure out, okay, what the heck am I going to do? Then week two is like, all right, let me go execute and find this job and apply and do this and do that. By week three, you should know where you're going to land. Week four, you should be landing. And then boom, hopefully you got a check coming in by week five. Hopefully. But all of your money should be parked inside of emergency fund. In 2024, we are not letting our money just sit in an account and not get paid. You want to you want to know what are the rich people doing? Why are they growing? It's because they're they're using and they're taking advantage of high yield savings accounts, investment strategies, etc., cetera. etc. Cetera. Here's here's number six. Here's number six. I want you to really launch your dream. In 2024. Stop helping others launch their dream. And then you're coming home resting so you can go back and continue helping them launch their dream. Stop it. Be the daggone best employee from eight to five, from nine to five, however long you want to work it. I want you to go there and I want you to be the best. Blow their, blow their minds away of how you're executing. But when you come home, it's, hey, listen. I got to work for me. There's so many different strategies that you could do. You know, when I when I launched this neat tax business, man, there's I've learned so much throughout this whole process. And how here's the truth. Let me be honest with you. The taxes really were not created for W-2 employees. The tax strategy is created for entrepreneurs and business owners. So if you are a if you are a W-2 employee, cool, great, because I need some. Every, you're going to need some if you are a business owner. You're going to need someone to help you with your dream and with your vision. But when you get off of work, when you come home, what are you doing on the side that you 100% own, that you own? Not, not them, you, your family, your loved ones. You see, the wealthy people are not getting wealthier because they're making a whole lot of money. No, they're getting wealthy because they've learned how they can legally and ethically and morally. And then I like to add on and spiritually keep their money from paying to the IRS, how to properly invest their money to where they can see it grow. 
This is how people who make $50,000, $60,000 are actually able to build wealth. It's because they're using the strategies of tax write-offs. This is how people who are making $60,000 and coming home and have a side tutoring business like school teachers and how they're able to sit here and make and have a million dollars, $2 million in their 401ks and, and in their investments in real estate. It's because they're not really making a whole lot of money. They are legally, ethically, morally, and spiritually riding off the correct things and using a system to their benefit. And so one of the key things you need to be doing, hear me clearly, one of the key things you need to be doing is what business can I start? What did God put on the inside of me that my family can own, that I own, that I can do and build wealth for my family? What is that? I'm all for, like, I love the fact that my team helps my dream because I believe my dream is part of their dream. But I tell them all the time, like, yo, listen, man, go build something that you can own. Because the truth of the fact is, you're not going to make as much money as me in this business. I remember, I remember when I first sat down with Dave Ramsey, and at the time I was with my ex-fiance, and I was with Dave and his wife and two other board members and me and my ex-fiance at the time when I first joined him. And he said something that just... It just, I, I will never forget it. I, I looked at him. He said, you have any more questions for me before I joined this team? I looked at him and, I, and, I, and I'm so grateful that Dave said this to me. He said, I, I said, um, I said, I got one more question. And I grabbed my ex-fiance's hands and I said, hey, will I be able to provide for my wife the way that you provide for your wife working for you? He looked at me quickly and said, no, you don't own Ramsey Solutions. But I promise you, you would definitely be able to provide for her nicely. But no, I own Ramsey. We own Ramsey Solutions, you know, but you would definitely be able to provide very well for your, for your wife and for your family. And when, he, and when he said that, it stuck with me like, dang, no matter how hard I work, I won't be able to have all of this. So there's something that I have to do on the side that I can provide the way I want to provide for my wife. And I don't have any chains and I don't have a, I don't have a glass ceiling. I want to be able to have a free ceiling that as long as I'm working, as long as I'm serving God, I can sit here and do what I want to do for my family. So I went out there and I built the Neatness Network. And I tell that to my team all the time. Like my goal is to get all of them to making well over six figures. We got to two of them yes last year. Um, hopefully we can get one more this year and get, you know, everyone just crossing over to six figures. Uh, but my goal is that what they're learning here, we can build something great, but then they're building something on their own that with our seven, six figures over here, they're building another six figure, seven figure situation on the side that they own. And I will be happy with that. Because if I treat people right, God is going to take care of me and my business. Here's number seven. You, you guys, we got to cultivate contentment. I was speaking at a, a men's conference here a couple of weeks ago at 
um, at Arise Men Conference. And uh, the pastor says something to, to me. He said, man, everything you're teaching starts with just being content with where you are. I said, that's true, sir. He said, everything that you're teaching is being content. If, 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 if you're never content with where God has you at in this house, you're always going to be frustrated and you're always going to make bad decisions. If you're not content with the Honda Accord that you're driving with 200,000 miles because all your friends are out there borrowing money and struggling and living paycheck to paycheck, but they look nice when they pull up, you'll never be content and you're going to always make bad decisions. The moment you can say, God, I am cool with where you got me. I'm grateful. I'm at peace. I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm looking at people and jealous of what they have because I do not know what they're going through with what they have. But me, God, I, I feel good. And this is something that I'm working on. Th this is something I'm, I have friends who fly on private jets all the time, and I'm still getting on Delta. <laughs> I, I've I gotta remind myself, yeah, but you don't know, you don't know if they're going through anything. I don't want to say they're they are, but it's like you really don't know. You, you really don't know. And here's the truth. Man, I got a peaceful life. And the last thing I want to do is be so envy of other people and want what other people have and, and try to keep up with the Joneses. And I'm stressed because the Joneses, my friends, my peers, when I'm going through financially, they're not going to be there to help me get out of debt. They're not going to be there to make sure I don't go homeless. Heck, I please people when I was growing up. I bought the PlayStations so I can have a dope house when people can come over. I had a house with a dope apartment so they can come over and play PlayStation. I went to Aaron Sales and Lease and borrowed $10,000 worth of furniture, leather furniture, and I'm sweating on the daggone couch because I want to look good for people. I've bought the purses for the ladies. And when I became homeless, not one, not one, not even a half of one said, hey, A.O., come spend a night in my house. Hey, A.O., you can take a shower at my house. Hey, A.O., my mama's cooking breakfast. Come over here and get something to eat. Not one. So all these people who we're trying to keep up with, all these people who we are trying to impress, because don't cap with your boy over here, because I know we've all been there. I remember five years ago, I bought a Gucci backpack because I was like, yo, my boy got one and I want to look like him. I'm being real with you. And then I went viral because I realized the dumb thing that I did. It was during COVID. It was during COVID. Nobody was going anywhere. Why in the hell did I spend $3,000 on a backpack to impress that joker? I remember getting out my car, walking through the building. Ain't nobody there. <laughs> I get in the car. Nobody's on the road. Everyone is at home quarantining. I'm like, did you really just buy this backpack to go to work? I recorded myself and I took it back. I took it back. I took it back. I took the backpack back. Now I got a Louis Vuitton backpack today because I actually like Louis Vuitton. But I never forget that day. I bought it just to impress someone. Just because my friends were having it. Like, y'all got one too, bro. It ain't just you. Then I realized that was dumb. 
You see, because the caliber of our financial future will be determined by the financial choices that we make. And if I make a financial choice based off of trying to impress someone else, I will not have a good financial future because I need to make calculated decisions that's going to impact my tomorrow, that's going to impact my tomorrow from there, that's going to impact my tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Not make me look good today in front of people who ain't going to help me. So we got to be content. Last three things. Number eight, you got to reject the comparison trap. We just talked about that. You got to stop it. Be content with where you are and stop comparing your journey and your success to someone else's. There are so many great people in this money space from Earn Your Leisure to Tiffany Budget Ninsta to Dave Ramsey to um, um, who else we got out there on a uh, journey went to Hinton's. I mean, there's a lot of great money people out there in the world. I support them. I don't I don't compare myself to them. Because I'm content with where God got me. I know that God has fearfully and wonderfully made me for this assignment and that there are certain people who will rock with me who will not rock with Earn Your Leisure or, or Tiffany Budget and Insta. But I tell everyone, check out EYL. I love them. I've had all of them on my show. But I know this much. What God put on the inside of me, can't no man take it away. So why am I comparing myself to another person like God didn't make me good? Stop comparing yourself to other people. That's going to hurt your financial future. Here's number nine. And we're going to close with number 10. Number nine is, in 2024, I want you to invest into your first home. I said it. In 2024, I want you to become a homeowner. Black people, we have to become homeowners. Real estate is a wealth game. I'm actually going to bring on a good friend of mine here uh, coming up soon to sit down. We're going to talk about we're really going to talk about, we're really going to talk about how is it that we can and what can we do uh, to get more minority people into home ownership? How do we get, how do we get you in there the correct way? I don't want you to get, get an FHA loan and putting 5% down. Now you're paying PP, you know, uh, this extra insurance that is just unnecessary. I want to position you to where you can become a homeowner the best way possible. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Justin Owens with the Neatness Network, and you watching my brother Anthony O'Neill. And listen, I know he's helping you get your money right, relationships right. As soon as you get done watching this episode, come over here to the Run to Play Show. We give you all the top plays when it comes to leadership, building a business, sales, communication. Once you get done watching this episode, come on over here to mine. We're going to drop it in the show notes. We'll see y'all back on the episode. Home ownership is a part of your network. Home ownership, we're going to finance it. Home ownership is really helping our black families be able to pass down legacy. And it's not just how do we get inside of the home? It's like, hey, okay, once we get inside the home, what's the strategy to get the loan paid off? So now when we do, so now when we do pass, because it's coming, you guys, it's coming. Okay, it's coming. We have something to pass down to our children's children. And so I'm not going to live too long on this one because I really do believe that I, I want to do a full hour show on home ownership. And this is something I want you to write down for 2024. 
You may not be able to get the home this year, but I really want you to start thinking about, okay, what are the things I need to be doing to put myself into a good place to become a homeowner, to where I can put my family into a home, into a townhome, into a home? What do I need to be doing so that way I can do this? Then I'm going to close with number 10, the 10 things you got to do with your money this year. Some would say, well, this should have been first. I hear you. God is always first in my life. But this needs to be your navigation system. Everything that we do with our finances needs to be aligned with the word of God. Has to. Has to. And, and, and if it's not aligned with the word of God, then we do not need to be doing it. I will openly and publicly say that I have not listened to every single thing in this book and in this Bible. I will be very honest about that. But it is my navigation system. Just like sometimes when you have the navigation system, you well, I can actually go this way and try to, you know, uh, beat this because we we think we know this is the best route when the navigation system has already read the route and said, yo, that's not the quickest route. But here's what I do love. When I make that right, that right, when, I, when it told me to keep going straight, it automatically reroutes. So I don't care where your journey is today financially. I don't care if you took a left turn, right turn, wrong turn. God has already rerouted you. You just got to read the reroute. I don't care if you haven't invested, you're 55 years old and you haven't invested. God has already rerouted you. Just reroute and you will become wealthy. Listen, do not forget to subscribe. Do not forget to join the E3 family. All the links that I talked about today, we will have them in today's show notes. I'm excited about what we're going to do in the year 2024. I'm super excited about it. Keep it locked because we're going places. We are expanding and abundance, wellness, and freedom. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. I'll see you on the next show. Peace out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.